1: Here is Mary Beth Lodge.
2: Good morning, and how are you on this wonderful day? I know that it's a, a sunny day where I am. I hope it's sunny where you are, even if the sun isn't shining. Create your own sunshine. And thank you for joining me for What Matters. This is the show that will challenge you to make a change in you, a change in you that makes a difference in your world. For one hour, just spend this time to listen, to think about how the information applies to you. Now, I said to you, not your significant other, your parent, your child, your coworker, your best friend, just you. The only person that you are responsible for is you, and the only person you can change is you. And the only person that can truly make a difference in your world is you. So take this time. You know, we're all busy. We have lots of things to do. And we get distracted with those things that we do. And sometimes those things seem so important. Yet if we step back and we look at the things we did in a day, most of them don't really affect eternity. You know, they don't make a difference in the long run. Yeah, our house is clean, and maybe our kids get to school on time, and we do all those little things, and that's important, because that's our life. But sometimes that distracts us from the really big things that we wanted to do. That distracts us from the direction that we want to take for ourselves. And one of the things that we often do is we compromise the time we spend on ourselves before we give out to others. And so I want to invite you to take this time today to think about you, to think about how you take care of yourself, how you spend time for yourself so that you can make a difference in the lives that you touch and the lives that you don't even know that you touch. First, I want to invite you to change the way you think. First thing in the morning, there is the opportunity for gratitude. So take a minute now. What are you grateful for? What are the things that you truly appreciate in your world? And I'd invite you to begin to think about those things. And what are you doing? You're changing your brain. I don't know if you know this, but you're changing your brain. And as you think about the things that you appreciate, and I'll tell you, there are some things that every morning I say I am grateful for. On a chilly morning, I'm grateful for a house. I'm grateful that my house holds heat. I'm grateful for hot water in the shower in the morning and I am grateful for the people in my life the people that I love and that love me and I think about all of those things as I begin my day and it makes a difference in my day now when I think differently I'm actually changing my brain I don't know if you know that you can change your brain but it's so simple because as you think about positive things you train your brain to look for positive things. As you look for positive things, positive things happen. Have you ever noticed that? It's the things you pay attention to that you begin to receive more of. So on mornings when you have a bad day and you're looking at all the things that go wrong, have you ever noticed that all you see are things that go wrong? You know, I like to play that game sometimes to see how many things I can find that go wrong. All in a little bit of time. But I always time limit. You know, I can only look for that for 10 minutes because I don't want to be (laughs) staying in that place or that energy. I want to shift it. But if I acknowledge that that's where I am, that allows me to shift my brain. So then I make the conscious choice to shift to gratitude. And gratitude always works. Have you ever noticed it's impossible to be in gratitude and to be in a bad mood? It's impossible to be grateful and to hold a grateful heart and to be frustrated or angry. You are in charge of what you think. Unless you have allowed your mind to be undisciplined to just go wherever? Well, yeah, then I suppose you're at the whim of whatever thought enters your brain. But you really are in charge of your thinking. So once again, I invite you, go to the things you're grateful for and notice how you feel. Notice what happens to you as you are saying, I'm grateful for. I am grateful for this day and the possibilities that it gives to me. I'm grateful for the opportunities that will present themselves to me today. I'm grateful for the people that cross my path, even if it's someone I don't like. You know, a long time ago, I was working in a traditional healthcare field and we had a physician that was a bit grumpy. And sometimes he was downright rude. And our unit secretary at the time said to me one day, you know, that doctor got a lot nicer when I started to pray for him. And I thought, what a wonderful way to shift your appreciation of someone. Rather than to find all the faults and all of the difficulties that that person presents, you move yourself to gratitude for them. I like to view people like that as classrooms. They teach me to manage my thinking. They teach me an important lesson, whatever that might be. And I really appreciate that they teach me those lessons. Where else would I learn them? So, as we talk today about taking care of you, your thinking is one of the ways that you take care of you. Now, we like to stretch our minds to learn more. But I would invite you right now, stand up wherever you are, unless you're driving in your car. Don't stand up if you're driving in your car. But stand up and take a big stretch with your body. That's right. Stretch your body as far as you can move your arms to the sky and greet the light of the day and lengthen your body to stretch every fiber, every cell in your being why? because as you stretch your body and you say good morning body I'm grateful for you you also allow your mind to open up Of course, there's the physiology of as I stretch, I get better circulation, and as I get better circulation, and that goes to my brain, my brain thinks more clearly. Of course, there's all of that. But there's also the metaphor of stretching. And your mind really likes metaphor. Your mind really likes the physical way of stretching, which then tells your mind that we also want to stretch our thinking. We want to take in new possibilities. We want to look for new ideas. And this is taking care of yourself. I wonder if you have a morning practice, and by that I mean a a way, a ritual, um, a routine that you do in your morning that takes care of you first. I hope for your sake that you're not one of those people that launches out of bed like you've been fired out of a cannon and jumps into action and starts to take care of everybody else. I hope that in some way in the morning, you take a moment for you, you take some time to open up your world to open up your eyes to stretch your body to take care of yourself and by that I mean more than throwing some water on your face and brushing your teeth you know the yogis have a wonderful practice that they get on their mat and they spend some time doing their different postures and they tend to their body but they also tend to their mind They find that quiet place within to start their day. And I wonder if you have that kind of a morning practice, whether it's taking a walk or doing some stretching or a yoga practice, however it works for you. I would encourage you to look for that way to take care of you first. And I would encourage you to do this Because as you take care of yourself, you are better able to take care of others. You cannot give away what you do not have, and so if you don't take care of yourself, encouraging others to take care of themselves will not work. If you take care of yourself, you are stronger, you are calmer, and you have more to give. And if you want to make a difference in your world, your calmness, your positive attitude begins to affect everyone that you come in contact with. Everyone that means something to you and beyond that, people that you don't even know. You make a difference by carrying within you a calmness, a quietness, and a peace within you. Now this morning I'd like you to take a few moments just to think about that. We're about to take a short break and I want to thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned for me.
1: Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals Visit lastinglifestylechange.com to request more information or a free consultation.
0: Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kid's perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids.
1: Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now back to What Matters.
2: Well, thank you for joining me again this morning on What Matters. And taking this time for you, we're talking about you as the top priority in your life. So maybe you have an issue with that. Maybe it's a struggle for you to take care of yourself. I've worked with a lot of people who, when I suggest that taking care of yourself is a good place to start, they look at me usually with wide eyes, and say, but isn't that selfish? Well, I know that that's a belief that many of us have. I know that we're raised as children and our parents so want us to be aware of others and to take care of others and to be sensitive to others. And we get a message that says that if we do something for ourselves, we're being selfish, or we're being self-centered, or we're being self-absorbed, and that belief sticks, and unfortunately what that does for us is anytime we take a moment, there's a guilt that comes with it. I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be taking care of myself. I shouldn't be spending this time. I should be doing something else. And as I like to laugh, um, you know, we're shooting all over ourselves. That's an Albert Ellis uh, quote. Albert Ellis was the founder of... Uh, rational emotive behavioral therapy, one of the, the approaches from the psychological world that, that is now known as cognitive behavioral therapy. But he, he was a very feisty man and he just said, you're shooting all over yourself and stop it. But we do that. We do should on ourselves. We give ourselves oughts and shoulds and unreasonable expectations. And that's really not fair. When someone says to me, but I should be doing something for someone else or shouldn't I be taking care of or whatever, I ask them, how would you say to someone you care about, what would you give them in terms of direction of taking care of themselves? We're so good at making decisions for other people, for looking at other people's lives and saying, well, you should do this or you don't take care of yourself in the right way. You know, don't we do this? We're all guilty of this, right? We look at our significant other, our best friend, our child, our parent, our coworker, and we say, now, you, if you would just, and fill in the blank, you know, if you would just eat better, if you would exercise more, if you would take care of yourself in a better way, if you would think more positively, we make those decisions for other people all the time. Do we apply them to ourselves? Probably not. And if we do, we have this battle that goes on inside our heads. Well, I should, but I don't. And I could, but I can't. And I have all these other things. Well, you know, think about it carefully. And once again, I'm going to say it. You can't give away what you don't have. There's a reason when you get on a plane that they tell you to put your own oxygen mask on before you help anyone else. It's because if you don't get enough oxygen, you can't help someone else. Well, that's a great metaphor for taking care of yourself in your day. You can't help anyone else if you're out of sorts. If you're upset with something in your world, you can't help someone else get through their stuff. If you're upset and not in a place of peace and calm, And I'm not suggesting that it's possible for us to always be in a place of peace or calm. But what I am suggesting is that there are many times in the day that we upset ourselves. That we spend some kind of time invested in something that bothers us and we're wasting our energy. We could be in gratitude, We could be at peace. We could choose peace. And once again I come back to you can change your mind. You can change your thinking and you are in charge of your thinking. Now let me suggest that you can go a little deeper than that because not only can you change your thinking but by changing your thinking you can change a belief. If you are one of those people that has a belief that taking care of yourself is selfish, I would challenge you to really explore that belief. First, with your logic, does that make sense to you? Or is it just something that you've been told? Is it just something that was already there? And I know many, many people carry that belief. And I know that the reason that they were given that belief was an honest intent to make them more caring people. And I have to say that the people that I see that do not do a good job of taking care of themselves are really caring people. There's no question about that. It's not that you're not caring for others. It's that you need to include yourself in your circle of people that you care for and you can change a belief secondly by beginning to rethink that belief and you can do that with affirmations you can do that by making use of the power of your subconscious mind you can do that in many different ways You know, the more that you take in new information, the more that you read and learn and retrain your brain, the more that you're able to change a belief. I bet if you look back over your lifetime, you'll find things that you used to believe that you no longer do. You'll find things that used to make sense or that you used to accept automatically, and it just was. And now you no longer accept those things. Now, maybe if you decide that a belief no longer serves you, it's an easy thing to let it go. You know, uh, my family has um, a joke that we make. My parents grew up through the depression. And they were poor, and they saved everything. My mother is still alive. She is 95, and she still saves every bit of tinfoil that she uses. She washes it, she tucks it away somewhere, and she'll reuse it. And we joke that, you know, my sisters, all of us, that we were well into adulthood before we realized that it really was okay to throw out the tin foil that you didn't have to use it to the point that it would just disintegrate in your hands you could throw it away long before then it was okay Well, that's what i'm talking about you know it's a silly example but it was a belief that was given to us we were raised as children to save everything and we've had to learn that while that belief was true for our parents at a time when that was a necessity that it wasn't necessarily true for us in our time in this day and so you can do that with your beliefs you can question and change a belief but beyond that there's a very very simple way for you to begin to change your belief. First, you have to decide on what is the new belief that you want to instill. If your old belief is, it's selfish to take care of myself, your new belief might be something as simple as, I deserve to be taken care of just as well as everyone else. I'm really good at taking care of other people. I deserve to take care of me. So, if you decide that whatever that statement is that you want, you can change that belief using the power of your unconscious mind by simply repeating that statement as you're falling asleep at night. It's the simplest and easiest time for you to take advantage of the automatic time of trance the automatic time when your unconscious is open, when your conscious mind is relaxing, as you're falling asleep at night, simply repeat that new belief. I deserve to spend some time on me. I deserve to take good care of myself. And that will begin to change that belief for you. That will begin to make a difference in the belief that you have and the way that you think about yourself. do You see, the last thing that you think about as you fall asleep at night is the thing that your mind begins to work on all night long. So you might as well make use of that time. And when you make use of that time as you're falling asleep at night, it's much easier to get past all of the um, objections of your conscious mind, all of the yes-buts that your chattery brain puts in there. We used to call that monkey mind. You know, that's the chatter in the background that says, oh, no, you don't deserve that. Oh, no, that's not okay. And so you can make use of that time when that chattery brain gets quiet. It's beginning to fall asleep it's beginning to relax and your unconscious mind says okay what do you want me to do tonight so you can control your thinking give yourself a new belief and take advantage of that time that you have as you're falling asleep that time of falling asleep at night and getting that belief changed in a positive way Now in a moment we're going to take another break and in that time I'd like you to begin to think about what belief is it that you want to change? What is it that would make sense for you to think about differently? What belief gets in your way? And how do you want to take advantage of that time to change that belief? So we're going to take another short break. This is Mary Beth Lodge, and thank you for joining me for What Matters on the Voice America Variety Channel.
0: Find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network.
1: Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll free, 1-866-472-5788 or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com now back to what matters
2: well welcome back to what matters and thank you for joining me this morning um, we're talking about you as a priority taking care of you taking care of your needs and balancing yourself so that you can make a difference in your world and you know even little changes that you make make changes with other people. And isn't that interesting? You know, we spend so much time looking at other people and deciding for them what they should or shouldn't do and making a list of things that that they would do to help them. And yet the best thing that we can do that would help other people make changes is by making those changes in ourselves. When we make those changes in ourselves, they carry much more credibility. They carry a better um, model, a better way of demonstrating to people of a change that would help them as well. Because when they see you blossoming, when they see you happy and peaceful, when they see you calm, they want that for themselves. So, the more that you take care of yourself, the more that you model and can share that for others, the more that they begin to follow your lead. Have you ever noticed that when you're walking in a public place and you smile at someone, they automatically smile back? Did you ever wonder why that happens? Well, you know, our brains are programmed for mirroring. That's right. We actually have, all over our brains, cells that are called mirror neurons. And literally, we are designed to mirror or reflect the behaviors of the people around us. And that includes the thoughts. So, you know, I have for years and years and years cautioned people to be very very careful about what they listen to on the radio, what they watch on the television, and the people that they are around. And although I instinctively knew that there was a reason for that, it wasn't until recently that I saw the actual science that indicates that there's good rationale, physiological rationale, for making that statement. Now, I used to tell people, do not leave the TV on as you fall asleep at night. Well, you know, as a hypnotist, I know that the last thing that you think about is what your mind works on all night long. And so if you fall asleep to the evening news, what your mind's working on is a belief that the world is a dangerous place. I'm not sure that's really what we want to have in our minds. Or that, you know, you can gather so much of those negative messages out of the evening news. Because what are they reporting? They're reporting the bad things. They're not reporting the good things. And so that begins to direct our mind to look for the bad things. Now, probably you have people in your lives that you notice they're extremely negative. They can only see the bad things in in the world. They can only be suspicious and mistrustful of the people around them. And you say to yourself, ooh, I don't want to be around that person, and somehow you know that there's a reason you don't want to be around them, but you don't know what it is. Well, I'd like to instruct you on that. It is about those mirror neurons, because we are physiologically designed to reflect the behaviors, the attitudes, the language, everything of the people around us. It's probably how we were designed so for learning. You know, our, our use, our development of language comes from mimicking, from making the sounds from, that the people around us make until we learn to speak our language, our native language. Well, our brains do more than just that. Our brains will reflect and begin to create the behaviors and the thoughts of the people around us or the things that we read, listen to, and watch. So what do you put in your mind? What is it that you're allowing yourself to think about? So when you allow yourself to think about good things, you're changing your brain. When you allow yourself to think about positive attitudes and to decide on positive behaviors, you're changing your brain. But it's more than that. When you demonstrate positive behaviors, positive thoughts, a calmness, gratitude for your world, the people around you begin to reflect your attitudes and behaviors. So you now have a positive influence on the world around you. Just by taking care of yourself, by tending to your mind, by causing yourself to stay positive, to stay uplifting, to stay focused on the things that are important to you. that's how we help other people make changes that's how we give them the best opportunity to live a happy life is we ourselves begin to live a happy life you know that's something that is elusive for some people is living a happy life I'm not, again, I'm not suggesting that we are always happy, always peaceful, always together. That's just not possible. We're human. We will have challenges. We will have disruption. We will have days when it's just a struggle. And that's okay. As long as we recognize that that's also an opportunity for us to learn. It's an opportunity for us to practice the things that we talk about, to practice the things that we want to make changes in. Do you remember saying sometimes, I must have been praying for patience because I'm getting a lot of challenges? Well, that's sort of the way it happens. You know, the more that you begin to focus on positive things, the more that the universe, with its sense of humor, throws you challenges so that you can practice. The truth is that we don't learn when we're calm and peaceful, we learn in frustration. Literally, our brains do learn with greater depth when we have a little bit of frustration in the learning. I have a wonderful example of that in my own life. I decided in this past year that there were some things that I wanted to learn. I had a little bit of time open up in my life and I thought okay um, there's some things I've put off for a long time and I want to learn these things and one of them was that I wanted to learn how to do the art of uh, seat weaving or chair weaving and I got a book and I decided that I was gonna learn this and I took a class and in the class my chair broke and so I had to repair the chair which meant that I couldn't do it during class and then I went home I repaired the chair and I tried to do this technique again and the seat itself broke and so I ended up doing this chair four times before it was completed it was a great exercise in frustration but each time, I kind of laughed and said, well, I need frustration to learn how to do this well, so I'm going to allow myself to be frustrated, and I'm still going to stick with it. Now, for me, that was a comedy because it really was one of those things where it just looked like someone had designed a frustration exercise for me to see if I really wanted to learn this technique, this um this new skill and I could appreciate that it was simply a classroom for me. It was simply a way for me to make all of the mistakes I could possibly make on the first year I ever did and to be more comfortable and more confident the next time that I had that opportunity. So there are times when I do this for myself when I create a learning experience that will be challenging so that there is some frustration involved because what I know is that the brain will learn with more depth meaning that as the brain has to problem-solve and struggle we use more of our neuronal pathways our physiological nerve cell structure to learn that and so we get it at a deeper level This is what I'm talking about when I say that not only are you going to work at changing a belief, but that there will be frustrations, challenges, opportunities for you to change. Opportunities for you to apply your new way of thinking in a challenging situation. And it is in the challenge that your brain will learn this better. So you might think about how do you create a challenge for yourself in changing something that you want to make a change in? How do you create a little bit of frustration, a little bit of a necessity to problem solve, to figure it out, in this new change that you want to make. If you're going to change your thinking, how could you find a challenge that pushes you to change that thinking even more? And I wonder if you can uh, consider some of the ways that you speak to yourself. You know, what kind of self-talk do you give yourself? What kind of, um, in your casual conversations, do you notice? Are you positive in your casual conversations? Or is it easier to complain with your next-door neighbor? Is it easier to be negative? So, I wonder as we uh, move to this next break that we're about to take, I wonder if you would consider thinking of, all the ways, the conversations that you have and the interactions that you have, and whether those are positive or are they negative. And now we're going to take a short break. This is Mary Beth Lodge on What Matters on the Voice America Variety channel. Stay tuned. <laughs>
1: You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Stimulating talk gets those
0: synapses in your brain
1: inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to Lodge at gmail.com. Now back to What Matters.
2: Thank you for joining me on What Matters today. And our topic today has been about taking care of yourself and that you deserve to take care of yourself, and the many ways that you can take care of your brain, Um, the many ways that you can take care of your thinking, and in taking care of your thinking, you can make a difference in your world. So, this is the time for me to begin to challenge you. I've asked you some questions and asked you to consider some things as we've been talking today. And what I'd like to ask you now is to begin to think of a challenge for yourself. Something that you've learned today. Something that you can take with you into your world. And it can be a small and subtle change. It doesn't have to be big. And sometimes that's the thing that gets in our way. That's what overwhelms us. We think that we have to make all of these changes all at once, and that's just not true. Even a little change makes a big impact. You know, something as simple as drinking more water makes your body healthier. Something as simple as taking a walk in the morning gives you a different perspective on the world. So it doesn't have to be a big change. But my challenge is, what change do you want to make? What change do you want in your world? If there is something that you want to strive for, some area that's important to you, what would be the first step in getting there? You know, right before we went to the last break, I asked you to think about the casual conversations that you have, the way that you talk. Well, you know, a way to practice that is to take one day and catch yourself as you speak. Listen to what you're saying. And as you observe yourself speaking, Do not allow any kind of negative statements. Not even something as simple as, oh, it's too cold outside, or oh, it's raining. No judgments, no negative statements, no complaints for one day. It's a lot harder than you think. And in fact, it becomes quite the challenge when you try to do that. So as you practice different things, different ways of changing your thinking, you might begin to think about who it is that's around you and what influence do they have on you. You might begin to think about where do you find other people who are positive and uplifting supportive and loving and you might begin to surround yourself with those people on a very regular basis so that your mirror neurons begin to take on those positive attitudes several years ago i did this for myself i was taking my morning walk enjoying myself wonderfully and I would pass in the mornings, I would see this woman who would come out of her house and she would wave at me every day and she would say something positive to me, or something about my walking and I would wave back and I always had this wonderful loving feeling that just came from her. She was just one of those people that just exuded positive energy and love. And I decided that I wanted to get to know her. And so one morning I just walked across the street and said to her, would you like to walk with me sometimes? And she took me up on the opportunity. I had to change my schedule because she couldn't do it in the mornings. But it was the most positive and wonderful relationship and a lasting friendship that came just because she had something that I wanted to have. And that was that positive and loving energy that she just carried with her and it was an incredible influence on me and I decided at that point that I wanted to have that kind of influence on other people because I could see the ripples that occurred from her place within her that was positive and uplifting and centered so I'm asking you today my challenge to you is this what have you heard today that you can take with you into your world take one thing, whatever it is, whether you've learned something, whether you came to an awareness of something, what is it that you've heard today that you can put into practical use in your life? What is it that you can take one small step into making a difference Making a change in your own life. And that one action makes a difference in the lives around you. So, I'd love to hear about that. And when we come back next week, I'm going to ask for, what change did you make? I'm going to ask you to look for a way to make a difference this week so that next week, you know that you've done something new, something different, and you've made an observation of the impact that that has in your world. And once again, I'm going to ask you to reflect on the gratitude that you have for the things in your life. Even that, just focusing on gratitude, focusing on that positive energy will make a difference within you and it'll make a difference in your world. I want to thank you so much for joining me today on What Matters. And I'd like to invite you to join us again next week for What Matters on the Voice America Variety Channel. And I want you to make it a great day.
1: Thanks again for joining us for What Matters. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll help you continue to make a difference next week.